and welcome to the Mystery School from Los Angeles, California. Michael Benner, your host. It's 1 o'clock Pacific time on June 30th of 2013. It's 4 o'clock in the East and 20 hours Universal time. A reminder in three weeks exactly, three weeks from today, July 21st, we're going to move ahead three hours. This program will be heard live, at least, if you listen to Replay On Demand or to the podcast, it doesn't matter to you. But if you ever listen live or enjoy listening live, then know that we're moving from 1 p.m. Pacific, 20 hours universal, to 10 a.m. Pacific. That'll be 1 o'clock Eastern and 17 hours universal, effective on that day, Sunday, July 21st. That also is the day when we will be beginning our public seminar of the Ageless Wisdom Principles and Philosophies of all cultures and all traditions from time out of mind. In La Crescenta, California, that's between Burbank and Pasadena, just north of Glendale, California, in the foothills, of the Angeles Mountains, a beautiful location called Body and Soul. And if you're in the Southern California area, we'd love for you to consider joining us on that date, one o'clock in the afternoon, beginning Sunday, July 21st. And uh, the plan is to do it monthly after that. I also am planning to do an occasional full-day intensive training for those of you who are really serious about your personal development. And we'll have more information on that in the future. Our topic today, one of my favorites, is dreaming. Dreaming day and night. The dreams you have while you sleep, while the conscious mind is in an unconscious place, but also daydreams. In fact, I think we'll even talk a little bit about the phenomena of lucid dreaming. And we'll touch on it briefly here in the free forum in the next 20 minutes or so. Hopefully I'll allow time for a little relaxation exercise and give you an idea how to program or incubate dreams so that you can even control the topic of your dreaming. And clearly, in the premium training, which you can enroll in at any time, even during the five or ten minutes between this program and the premium training's live feed, or later in the afternoon. It's not until the following Thursday or Friday when the new newsletter comes out that subscribing will get you the information for the following Sunday Right up until the release of the newsletter, if you enroll for a single class, you'll get the past program, so you can hear the whole deal, even if this podcast is late in arriving. In any event, Replay On Demand is available for both the free forum here, which is also podcast, and the premium training, which obviously is not. So, hope that's clear. And by the way, on I guess it's obvious July 21st when we begin the free forum three hours earlier, the premium training, the web feed of that will also move forward to 10.30 a.m. 
17 hours, 30 minutes universal. Okay? Dreaming day and night. The first and I think most amazing fact about dreams that most people do not realize is the imperative nature of dreams. We've got quite a bit of sleep study now in the last 30, 40 years, even going back 100 years. Yeah, I would say in particular in the last two or three decades, sleep and dream labs have done an extraordinary amount of research on the 100-plus sleep disorders that affect human beings, some of them involving dreams. And so we've got a lot of research about brainwave activity, for example, and other states that people go through in the various stages of dreaming and sleeping. For sleep is more than it appears. There are indeed phases or stages that we go through while we sleep. One series of experiments that, I say one series, a series that has been repeated countless times, has to do with sleep deprivation and what happens to people when they don't get enough sleep. But then researchers began to zoom in, focus in on that phenomena, and they found that the challenges, the difficulties, the symptoms, if you will, and the negative consequences of being sleep-deprived had more to do with being deprived of dream time than actual sleep. That if people are allowed to get adequate dreaming in, to experience adequate dreaming while they sleep, they don't demonstrate many of these negative consequences. So it's not really sleep deprivation that causes the biggest negative impact, it's dream deprivation. Indeed, after two or three nights without dreams, we find that people become severely neurotic and even psychotic. They begin to hallucinate. They lose touch with reality. Now, this is fascinating if you think about it, and there are few theories and no real firm understanding of why this is so. We're just going to have to settle with recognizing at this point, until more research is done, that this is the case. And the best reason to get adequate sleep is to allow yourself adequate dream time. This is one of the benefits of the BiPAP and CPAP machines, the treatment most often prescribed for sleep apnea or sometimes called obstructive sleep apnea, and to allow people to not only, because people sleep with sleep apnea, but they often stop breathing. And so the brain waves increase in frequency. People begin to awaken. They come up beyond the stage where they normally would enjoy dreams or experience dreams, if not enjoy them. Some people have nightmares, but nevertheless, they're needed and are imperative expressions of something, of self. So when they begin to awaken to the point that the autonomic nervous system forces them to breathe, then they reset that sleep stage and that sleep and dream cycle. And it's often said, well, you don't get 
enough sleep. Again, it's not that. It's that a person with sleep apnea is often not getting enough deep quality dream sleep. So one of the first things a person will notice when they begin to use a sleep apnea machine, a BiPAP or a CPAP machine, is they may be sleeping the same amount of hours, but they feel so much more rested and and wide awake and alert and more energetic and vibrant and healthful as a result. All of this having to do with our need to dream. Why is that? Not really sure. But if you look at the symptoms of people who are deprived of dream time, like in a research or sleep lab situation, one of those symptoms is hallucination. So it's almost as if the need to dream is so strong that the brain will take the imagery of the physical world perceived through the physical senses in a waking state and replace it with dreaming images. And when the two are commingled, we experience hallucination in the waking state. And that's enough to drive you crazy, as if somebody put LSD in the punch bowl or your morning coffee and failed to mention it to you. Pretty scary situation for most people. So that's the first phenomenon I think I'd like to mention as we talk about sleep and dreams. The second is the idea that we can learn to understand our dreams and even incubate, as I mentioned a moment ago, or program the topic of our dreams. Many psychologists from Freud forward have described dreams as providing remarkable insight. I believe Freud's quotation had to do with dream interpretation being the high road to the unconscious or spiritual self. In other words, it's a way of bypassing or avoiding a lot of the blocks that the conscious or the semi-conscious, subconscious self might put between the ego and the id nature, to use Freud's model. Many of us use id in a sense of being a deeper aspect of the ego or an animal kind of a nature. And so to better understand yourself means there is going to be value, number one, in remembering and understanding your spontaneous dreams, but then number two, in incubating or programming, suggesting to yourself that you are going to have a dream that when you wake up in the morning, you will remember the dream and understand the dream and that the dream will contain information to help you solve a particular problem that you have in mind. Now, have you ever done that? How many of your friends have ever done that? And yet, some of us have been doing this all of our lives and benefiting enormously from it. You don't read about it too much. I'm not sure why. I can't think of a best-selling book. I know there have been a few about sleep and dreams, but it's never caught on, much less lucid dreaming. And this is a third point I'd like to make here in the free forum. Lucid dreaming, I'm assuming that most of you have 
heard of the concept or familiar with the concept on some level, but perhaps many have not. Lucid, of course, is a word that means clear, easily understood. So a lucid dream is not just a dream you recall that you can understand. A lucid dream, in fact, is, generally speaking, defined as a dream that you are aware of while you're experiencing it in the moment. It's a very odd and unusual feeling to be aware that you are asleep and having a dream while you're asleep (laughs) and having a dream. To know you're sleeping and dreaming and be aware of it and even have volition or free will in that dream to be able to make choices Another odd experience about it is you seem not to have feet in lucid dreams. You're just not aware of yourself from, like, well, speaking personally, from about the knees down. And this always strikes me as odd because we think of ghosts. You know, Casper the Friendly Ghost and many other ghosts are often portrayed as just like a person with a bedsheet thrown over them, floating around as if they have no legs. Some people say they have no hands or arms when they are experiencing themselves in a lucid dream. And others would say, well, in fact, I had no body at all, and yet I was aware of my existence. This lends credence to the idea in metaphysics and mysticism many spiritual traditions, that awareness or consciousness is spiritual love. That when you say God is love, it's not emotional love. Well, it is, but it's more than emotional love. Let me say it that way. It is consciousness or awareness. And just as there are varying degrees of love, there are varying degrees of consciousness. And while you sleep, various degrees of consciousness and awareness. And so this is where we really end up in looking now in a detached way in terms of a kind of an overview at these three points. The different types of dreams, the imperative nature of dreams, the various degrees of consciousness suggesting that a lucid dream is possible because awareness is who we are. And not simply the awareness that we refer to as the conscious mind or the egoic self, for the lucid dreamer is aware that his conscious awareness is asleep in that bed, and sometimes you may even be floating over the bed and looking down at yourself. There I am in bed. Some people who have near-death experiences or some people who have out-of-body experiences in extremely traumatic situations like open-heart surgery or brain surgery find themselves as if without a body or perhaps without arms or legs, yet an awareness of self, an obvious sense of the essence that is awareness or consciousness or spiritual love, the affinity, attraction, or magnetic connection that every 
living thing has for every other living thing. And many would argue, as a bit of an aside, that living thing includes the material kingdom as well as the plant kingdom and the animal and human kingdoms as well. So it's possible to feel connected to not only animals and plants, but even to life itself in the mineral kingdom, to a waterfall or a blue sky or clouds, because there is some sort of spiritual force that harmonizes and unifies all things. I often encourage my private students and in my public seminars and here in my webinars as well, I will suggest from time to time that people buy simple elementary books on electricity and electromagnetism to understand the relationship of radio waves to electricity, to magnetism, for example, is to give you a very profound insight into awareness or consciousness as a metaphysical or mystical reality. Indeed, many mystics will tell you it's the only thing that's real is awareness or consciousness with a capital A and a capital C, or love with a capital L. The essence of the soul, and therefore the essence of the material being, is not our physical body, not our mental or emotional nature, it would be argued, but that awareness that we can actually be aware of the fact that we are unconscious and unaware is certainly paradoxical and complex. But that's some of what we're going to talk about in the premium training today. So I hope you can join us. If you've yet to enroll, just jump over in a few moments to theagelesswisdom.com. The T-H-E is part of the URL. So after the W's, it's .theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars and then on premium training and use your bank card, your ATM card to sign up for a pocket full of change. And a single class or if you'd like a nice discount, a 13-week quarter, a full year will give you the deepest discount of all. Okay. Right now I'd like to suggest that you close your eyes if this is a good and appropriate time for you. Take a nice, slow, deep breath ah, and feel the letting go feeling as you exhale and maybe a second or third nice, slow, deep breath, inhaling through the nose, fill your lungs, hold as you peak, and then as you exhale slowly, feel that letting go. That sense of relaxation softening like butter on a warm day, yield to a feeling that you're really quite safe and can relax. And feel the peace, the presence of a passionate peace that lies within you at the center of the cyclone. So you let everything that disturbs you fall away. 
and this safety and this relaxation and this deep and profound peace is waiting inside. Just as when you go to sleep, and what a great way to go to sleep consciously to tell yourself, yes, this is the way I've always gone to sleep. Laid down, put my head on the pillow, closed my eyes, eliminate the stimulus, turn off the lights, turn off the music, and unless it's very wonderfully soft and relaxing music. And slow everything down as you feel yourself drifting. That's relaxation. But in this case, you're going to float. You're going to drift and relax to a floaty place between awake and asleep where you suggest to yourself that in the morning when you wake up, after having a night of restful, natural sleep, that you will remember one of your dreams. And that you will understand this particular dream. Now, you need only say it once. You need not repeat yourself. Your subconscious speaks the same language as you do. If you would like to visualize or picture yourself the next morning, getting out of bed, remembering a dream, and being excited that it worked, maybe even writing the dream down on a piece of paper, a tablet, or a journal, that you've set aside expressly for this purpose, then take just five or ten seconds to visualize that little picture or that little movie and hold a positive, affirmative feeling, yes, I can do this. This will be easy to do. And then feel yourself letting go as if this is not an effort, this is more like planting a seed that you step on, sprinkle with the watering can, and walk away and let go of it. In the same way, you plant a suggestion, a thought seed, and let it go, turn it over to some automatic or autonomic or higher part of yourself. Just as you allow this automatic part of yourself to subconscious or unconscious to regulate your body temperature and your heartbeat and your respiration to fight disease and repair and replace cells. You could not do that consciously if you wanted to. So you let it go. In the morning when I wake up, I'll remember and understand one of my dreams. This will be easy to do and I can imagine myself doing it. And take a nice, slow, deep breath now, inhaling. Hold as you peek, and now exhale and open your eyes, wide awake, back in the room, feeling fine. Wide awake and alert, better than before. Okay, that's all there is to it. In the premium training, we'll talk a little more about what happens after you get the remembering and understanding of a spontaneous dream in your routine, then you'll be able to incubate the dreams to be about particular topics to help you solve problems in your daily life and affairs. Wouldn't that be cool? 
So there's a little touch for the free forum on dreaming, night and day. Daydreaming, that's the visualization and the guided imagery. We talk about that a lot. Please join us in the premium training. Enroll at theagelesswisdom.com sometime in the next three or four days and you, you will get the URL and the password that you need and the thank you page. You'll also get an email with that information. If you enroll for more than one class, you'll get an email every Saturday night, Sunday morning with the URL for the premium training and the password you need. Thanks a lot for being here. Have a wonderful day and a great week. July is right around the corner if you're in the United States. Happy Independence Day. Enjoy yourself. Have a safe and sane 4th of July. Careful with those fireworks. And be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. So long from L.A.